Welcome to Ministries That Podcast, where I talk to successful ministry leaders about how they're using podcasting to amplify their mission and grow their ministry. I'm Tim Hall, your host and owner of Sonomorphic, a podcast production company that specializes in podcasting for ministries. Today, it's just me because this is our first How They Could podcast episode. I'll be unpacking my podcast strategy for a ministry that doesn't have a podcast yet, but I really think they should. So today we're talking about He Gets Us. You've probably seen one of their commercials on TV. They've got a great mission and have run some huge, huge advertising campaigns like Super Bowl ad huge. So I'm going to talk through why I think they should start a podcast, why it would be valuable for their ministry, and then what types of podcasts they could create along with some segment ideas. So to start off, we're going to dive into a little more context about He Gets Us and their mission. So according to their website, He Gets Us is a movement to reintroduce people to the Jesus of the Bible and his confounding love and forgiveness. We believe his words, example, and life have a relevance in our lives today and offer hope for a better future. And then down below, there's a bunch of text about more of what they're about, you know, a few paragraphs down here. And I think some of this is then reflected on what they say on their YouTube channel, which is... He Gets Us is not affiliated with any church, religious denomination, or political organization. Our goal is to help everyone understand and relate to Jesus as he's depicted in the Bible with a modern lens of his radical forgiveness, compassion, and love. We feel his teachings and lived experiences are as relevant to us today as they were 2,000 years ago. We strive to provide a safe place for people to ask questions, even tough ones without fear or judgment. He Gets Us is an initiative of the Servant Foundation, a designated 501c3 organization with a 100 out of 100 charity navigator rating. We're funded by a diverse group of donors passionate about freeing the name of Jesus from those who'd use it to judge, harm, or divide. So that all sounds fantastic. Basically, they've been running advertising campaigns on broadcast TV, and they've been putting those videos also on their YouTube channel that's had millions and millions of views at this point. And so putting putting all this out here and doing it rather consistently, I believe for a little over a year at this point. Um, so let's get into why I think he gets us should start a podcast. So as I just mentioned, they already have a large following. They've already have millions of views on their YouTube channel. So to dive into that a little bit more, their most popular video is titled The Rebel and has 88 million views alone. So that's kind of crazy. They also have a pretty big following on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, They have 73,000 followers on Facebook, 56,000 followers on Instagram. So a large audience, a large following, which is fantastic. They're getting a bunch of attention. And so what I'm thinking is what if they gave their followers a way to spend more time with their movement and have a medium for teaching or relevant conversations around Jesus's words, example, and life, kind of what they said in that kind of mission statement on their About Us page, and how, how, this is key, to what the podcast could do. So not just conversations around Jesus' words, example, and life, but how they offer hope for a better future. So on the website, I think it said, uh, in our life today and offer hope for a better future. So what I would want to get into with the podcast is what that actually looks like. So the, you know, in a 30 second ad, a 60, 90 second ad, there's only so much you can say. And and the way that they've done their, their videos is it's a lot of um, usually images 
that they um, do a little Ken Burns effect where they're pushing in on different aspects of that image and telling a, a story via those images. And then it's all around a, a theme of whatever that um, is. So like the the one that's got 88 million views, The Rebel, it's showing some pictures and then say, basically saying how Jesus was a rebel too and went against the norms. So that's that's interesting. It's it's fantastic that they're getting a bunch of attention that way. So they've got a big following. The other part that makes it really easy to suggest them to start a podcast is that they also have a lot of funding to invest in podcasting. So Christianity Today interviewed Jason Vanderground, who's the president of Haven, which is the branding firm out of Michigan that's working on the He Gets His campaign. And he said this to Christianity Today, the goal is to invest about a billion dollars, a billion dollars with a B, over the next three years. And so I believe this is, maybe they're in year two at this point. So a billion dollars over the next three years, and that this is just the first phase. So this is the beginning of something that they're creating. This is going to be a multi-year initiative, it sounds like, with the first one being these three these three years and a billion dollars. So that's that's incredible. And so uh, what I, I did a little math just for some fun of like, okay, what would a percentage of a billion dollars be that you could easily produce a podcast for a year? And so I, I was like, let's do one thousandth. So if they just used one thousandth of that budget, that would be a hundred thousand dollars. And that would be more than enough to produce a podcast for a year. Now, it depends on the format that that they would want to do. And we'll talk about more about some formats that I think that would be great for them to, to use. But, you know, even if you had to hire some people, you could easily produce a podcast with some contractors for $100,000 and somebody on their team overseeing that. So in summary, why they should have a podcast, they have an audience already that they could engage deeper as well as, you know, use it for for awareness, just like the stuff on YouTube, they can use that as well for awareness. And they can then use that content as well in shorter form and put that on their YouTube channel or create another YouTube channel with that. Anyway, there's there's all kinds of possibilities here, but they have the audience already being built with their social following that would be easy to bring them over. I feel like that's a it's an easy gap to fill or to jump would be from they're already consuming some content that's telling a story. Let's give them a longer form content that's telling a story, still a digital medium. It'd be just jumping from video to audio, which I think is a pretty easy jump. And people that are listening to podcasts are spending significantly longer than they're going to be spending with with a single YouTube video. So like if you're, or, or a social feed for that matter, you know, you go on Instagram, you're watching reels. I mean, the amount of time that you're spending with an individual, like if you're watching a reel from He Gets Us, you're spending probably, like those ads, probably 30 to 60 seconds, maybe, maybe a couple minutes. Um, whereas with podcasting, they're definitely going to be spending several minutes, if not hours. So that's why I think it would be something they should start. And that kind of leads into the next part of this, which would be why it would be valuable for He Gets Us to have a podcast. So I wanted to dig into some research and and kind of point out some things. So like I was just saying, it'll give people a place to invest their time that want to learn more. So they see these ads on broadcast TV, they see the YouTube videos, then what? Give them a place to invest more time as kind of a jumping off place. So 
why podcasting would be valuable to He Gets Us. We're going to look into one study specifically from Edison Research called The Infinite Dial. This is from the beginning of this year, beginning of 2023, and it shares a bunch of different stats. I'm going to focus on a few that'll kind of show the, the ability to reach more people. So I'm going to look at this section that they've got kind of, I guess, a headline of monthly and weekly podcast listening bounces back is what it says. So they're comparing it to prior year. Um, So 42% of Americans 12 and over have listened to a podcast in the last month, which is an all-time high up from 38% in 2022. So that's a 4% increase over last year. And that's saying that a lot of people are listening to podcasts. And that's in the last month. So 42% of Americans 12 plus have listened to a podcast in the last month. And then if you narrow that age range to 12 to 54, then that number increases to 53%. So 53% of Americans in the age range of 12 to 54 have listened to a podcast in the last month, which is kind of crazy. Not too long ago, that number was significantly lower. I don't have it in front of me, but as they've been saying year over year, it's been increasing. And then this next one I think is fantastic too. 31% of Americans 12 and over have listened to a podcast in the last week, up significantly from 26% in 2022. So almost a third of Americans have listened in the last week. A little over 50% have listened in the last month. A third have listened in the last week. And then again, if you take that age range down to 12 to 24, 39% of Americans in that age range have listened in the last week. So there's a big potential out there for people that are already listening to podcasts to start listening to a new podcast. And that's highlighted by this next one. Weekly podcast listeners are consuming more podcasts. It's the little headline there. Weekly podcast listeners listen to an average of nine, nine episodes in the last week up from eight episodes in 2022. So what that's saying is more people are listening to podcasts based on what we were just looking at, and they're actually listening to more episodes. One more thing I'll point out here from this brief on this research, the infinite dial from 2023 is 38% of US adults 18 and over have ridden in the car in the last month and say they've listened to a podcast in the car up from 32% in 2022. So that's a that's a big jump. And then let me just, I'll just scroll down. There's some other findings they include. So they do more than just podcast findings in this. And one of them is that social media usage remains flat, which I thought was interesting with 82% of those 12 plus using social media. And then below that, among those 12 to 34 who use social media, Instagram is the most used, which you'd probably guess that. Um, But TikTok is in second place with 22%, Facebook in third place with 20%. All that to say, people are increasingly listening to podcasts, listening to more episodes in a week than they used to be. So that's some of the research from the Infinite Dial 2023 from Edison Research. You can see the full thing on their website. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So that's showing again that the there's people listening. It's not it's not a dying medium. If you've if you've heard that podcasting is dying, that's completely false. But so that data backs that up. But another thing of value would be that right now you can go to he gets us website you can watch their videos and read some articles, but it's still a short time frame that people are spending with you. People are, you know, how long are you going to stay on a website to read an article? Maybe, maybe 10 minutes. Um, and I don't know if they're 
I think I was when I was scrolling through their articles, I won't even say they're probably 10 minute article reads, or probably less than that. But then also, you know, their videos are just the same ones that they've got on, on YouTube. Some of them are, are a few minutes long. Their most recent one um, is like almost four minutes long. So they do have some content that's a little bit longer, but a lot of it is that in that 30 to 60 second range. So if they had a podcast, the value would be that people would spend more time with them. Something that I've had, you know, this conversation with a, with a bunch of people, but the the way that you build relationships, and I think I think my friend Zach Estes brought this up first a few years back when we were talking about podcast stats back when I worked at Ramsey Solutions, but relationships are built over time. And so if you can give people the ability to spend time with you, so a podcast episode being 20 to 40 minutes frequently, um, that's majority according to Buzzsprout, you're giving people the ability to spend that much time with you. Whereas on social, it's it's a much shorter. There's only, I mean, attention span is, is, is so short on social. But all that to say, the value of podcasting is you give people the ability to spend more time with you and therefore build relationship with you. So you are talking to them as a ministry directly into their headphones, into their car speakers. You're giving people the ability to spend time with you, which is huge for a brand and especially for a ministry. Like you want people to spend more time with you because that means hopefully spending more time with Jesus because of that, right? Uh, Because of the work that you're doing. Podcasting takes a lot of time, effort, and to be honest, a lot of Googling. What if you could ask like-minded people how to overcome the challenges you're facing starting a podcast, growing a podcast, or producing multiple podcasts? I think starting a community like that would be super valuable, but I want to know what you think. Would you be interested in being part of a community of ministry leaders using podcasts to amplify their mission and grow their ministry? If so, let me know by filling out the interest form using the link in the show notes. So now into the kind of the main part of this episode, which is the kind of more so the strategy around what they could do. So what kind of podcast could he gets us create? As I was thinking through this, had a few ideas on some formats that they could do that I think would be really effective. So The first one is a narrative style podcast. So this is like the think like serial type format that you have a series of episodes and you're digging deep into a a storyline and fleshing out the characters and, and really walking that through. It does take a lot of time and resources to create that type of a show. But as you can see with shows kind of like, well, like serial, they frequently have a long tail on them, meaning that they publish and then people are listening to them for years because it was so engaging. So Serial stays in the top of the charts on Apple Podcasts because people are still listening. They're still subscribing, that are discovering it for the first time or going back to listen to their new season or, or whatever. And the reason why I think they could do this well is because they're already doing a great job of storytelling. Now, the format is different, obviously, in those ads, but they're telling a story with those ads. And so you could flesh out that story by talking to people and weaving together an episode that's you're talking to multiple people about a topic, about their journey on maybe around a specific thing. And you could you could build out a series of episodes that way. And it it seems like they might be taking a step 
in that direction. So I was looking on their YouTube channel and their most recent video is called He Gets Us Presents Are You Rich? So I clicked play on it. I was like, what is this? It's a different style. It's like some hand sketch drawn kind of animation with interview audio behind it. And you're seeing a visual representation of those people that are talking in like a sketch form. So in the description for this video says, he gets us interviews people on the street to explore what it means to be rich and how our modern day perceptions of wealth contrast with those espoused by Jesus. So this is really interesting. So it makes me wonder if they're getting into this type of a format of of kind of a narrative format that they're taking what they've been doing with the 30 second to 90 second ads and they're taking it out now to almost four minutes is is this video. But I think they could even, they could share even more of that content because I'm sure they're recording quite a bit to get it down to those sound bites um, that they're then putting in that video. So I think they could have a narrative podcast. And basically the cool thing about that would be that they would invite people into a journey that I believe that's the people that they're wanting to reach. They want to reach people that are interested in Jesus that might not be already followers of Jesus. Or, you know, I guess what, what they said in their in their main line was, it's a movement to reintroduce people to Jesus of the Bible. So they might know about Jesus from, you know, going to church as a kid or something, but this is a reintroduction. And so I think that would be a cool way to basically bring people along that reintroduction journey through conversations like this. So the first one being, are you rich? That That's just, that's kind of intriguing for them to, to start walking into. So I'm interested to see what else they do. And, and I don't know if they've done another video like that, if that's the first one or not, but that was the, at least the one that was at the top of the, the channel that caught my eye. So I think that's a great format that they could that they could really dig into. So narrative would be one. Roundtable would be another one. So this is going to be kind of a interview type show, but instead of it being an interview, I would almost akin it to like a, a small group. So I was looking on their website and and the path that they want people to take is you go to their website. If you want to learn more, you go up here and you click on take action. And it kicks you to this page that kind of gives you next steps. So um, read about Jesus. They've got these, what they call these easy reading plans. There's five reading plans here. And then the next thing you come down to is connect. And this one's interesting. Connect with someone near you who can help you learn more about Jesus and his life or get plugged into a group where you can bring your questions about life and faith. So I think it would be really cool to basically create a group of people that would want to, they'd be interested in sharing their journey and record this group of exploring these questions about life and faith. I think that would be really intriguing for a lot of people to listen to, Christians or people that are just seeking. So I think that would be really cool. And I think it would be great for them to even partner with Alpha on this. So when I click on explore your questions in a group, it kicks me to this landing page that says everyone needs a place to ask questions, Alpha can be that place for you. So there's a little video from Alpha on this page, and then there's a button to explore your questions, which then kicks you to the Alpha website and this Ever Wonder short series that you can watch the videos and join a group that's that looks really interesting. Um, they're exploring 
a few questions, it looks like, based on what I'm seeing over here. What if you weren't alone? What if your life had meaning? And what if you were loved? So it sounds like a kind of introductory type of a thing. And what if they basically create a group conversation that then would be the episode and you would go along with them and go on that journey of discovery with them and be part of those conversations. And hopefully the goal would then be, I would think, for people that are listening to ask questions like that of people that they're in community with. So I think that would be a great format. Um, The last one that I've got down after that one is solo. So a solo show and that it's just one voice talking and they could take content that they've already created and expound on it. So they've got several articles on their website. They've got the ads that they've created, or not the videos, shouldn't just call them ads, the videos that they've created on their website and explore that more. So like the, that one that has 88 million views, The Rebel dive into the concepts that are being presented. So, you know, this could be 10-ish minute episodes that's just one person talking or take the articles and do the same thing. I think that would be a real easy one to create and sustain. So that might also be a great option. So those three, those three again, were narrative, roundtable, or solo. Those were a few that came to mind as I was thinking through and preparing for this episode. And then I think some segments that could complement those that kind of falls in line with their their style, their format would be like a, what would Jesus do? Like a WWJD, you might not want to call it that. That might be a little too, I don't know, Christianese, but something like that, what would Jesus do? Have people write in questions about a situation that they're facing and have a pastor or, or a theologian or something answer those questions of what would Jesus do in this situation? Again, that might be a little too Christianese for what they're wanting to do, but but something along those lines I think would be great. Um, specifically interacting with the audience, I think would be huge as a segment. And really that could be an, that could be another format is just answering questions that people have. Uh, some one that goes kind of along with that is Jesus did that or Jesus said that, like pulling out some phrases or actions that Jesus did and explaining the context around them that would maybe surprise people that aren't that aren't very familiar with the Bible or not really familiar with Jesus, but again, reintroducing you to the Jesus of the Bible and more so showing this is who Jesus is and demonstrating that by pulling some examples of that from the Bible. So I think that could be uh, an interesting segment that they could do. So those were just some ones that were top of mind. I'm sure there's others. If you're listening to this and you have a, another format idea or segment idea, send it on Instagram or LinkedIn. I'd love to hear those. But the main thing, no matter what format they choose, it needs to be sustainable. That's some of the, you know, the foundational stuff that we've been talking about in the first couple of episodes. I talked about it specifically with Nathan Hubler about the official Adventures in Odyssey podcast that's been running for 17 years. They picked a format and a topic and a frequency that was sustainable. And so that said, I think a series seems kind of like their style based on how they're creating their video content. They've got different topics and they're kind of bringing those all together. I think that could work really well for them, create, you know, 10 to 12 episodes in a season and explore different topics, see how those resonate and then come back 
Um, and I think they could easily, I forgot to mention this earlier, but I think the easiest way for them to start with those on which ones they should dive into, or even the solo format, is go and look at the YouTube analytics and see, okay, people are resonating most with this one, or people have are having a bunch of questions on this one in YouTube or, or whatever in the comments, and then pick those ones to dive into. So that, that's something I forgot to mention earlier, but I think a series style with the narrative format could work really well for them. And then I also, I think if they go with the round table or the, the solo format, they could do a weekly podcast that could easily be sustained with their budget. Now, the, the roundtable one could go either way. It could be a series and talk through a specific set of topics, similar to what it seems like they're doing on that YouTube video on the He Gets Us Presents, the Are We Rich, I think it was the, the title, and walk through certain topics like that with a roundtable and then take a break and come back with another group of people and walk through that or, or something. But anyway, I think those are both ways that they could easily sustain either a series or a weekly with a roundtable or solo format that could easily be sustained with their budget. So that's what I think they could totally do. There'd be a lot of value in it for them to reach people and spend more time with them, maybe partner up with Alpha and dig deep into some of the, the roundtable, the small group type setting. I think that would be really powerful. But if nothing else, giving the people that are watching these videos more content for them to spend time with them and build a relationship with He Gets Us. So I think there's a lot of options there. Those are three that I think would be really good for them. Um, but yeah, again, if you have ideas, I'd love for you to send them on Instagram or LinkedIn. So that leads us to the high pass segment. So normally I'm asking my guests about some of their favorite things. You know, the description of this segment is where we ignore the lows and I ask about some of your favorite things. So instead, I'm going to be turning this on myself and talking about one of my favorite things in podcasting. So the question I'm asking myself on this episode is, what is your favorite tool in podcasting right now? And that would be Studio Sound in Descript. So if you've used Descript before or know about Descript, you know some of the powerful tools that they've got in there. But if you're not familiar with Descript, it's an application in which you can take audio that you've already recorded or video that you've already recorded, put it in there, it transcribes it, and then you can edit it based on that transcription. So it's basically like editing a Word doc, that when you edit text, it edits the audio with it. So those they get linked together. And a feature that they've added not too long ago is with some of the AI stuff that's come around is what's called studio sound. So basically what they're doing is they're using AI to remove background noise and unwanted noise. So it's isolating the voice. So that's been really cool. My first interview, the, the one with Nathan Hoopler, he was using the built-in mic on his iMac, which sounded great. Picked up his voice really well, but also picked up the background really well. And he was sitting at his desk with some other folks around him in other cubes. And so I used studio sound with that episode to really take out all of that other background noise and really isolate it on Nathan's voice. Did a fantastic job. I've used it in some other applications with some of my clients to really bring out, you know, sometimes it's actually poor sounding audio that it helps kind of clean up and sound, you know, take kind of a bad Zoom call audio and and if nothing else, make it more intelligible and more professional sounding than it did. So anyway, studio sound in Descript is great. 
I believe you have to, I think with the free version, you only get so much transcription. So it is something you have to, you end up having to pay for. So anyway, Studio Sound and Descript is great. And I've been using that a lot lately. So that brings us to the close of the episode. I really just want to encourage you that if you're thinking about starting a podcast, listen back to this episode and decide on a format for your episodes that you can sustain. So it may not be one of those three. It may be an interview show. I didn't I didn't mention that for them because I don't know as that would be the most effective. I mean, they, it's kind of built into that roundtable, small group idea, but maybe an interview show is better for you. But no matter what you choose, as you're thinking through those, pick a format that you can sustain because you don't want to start producing episodes and then fall off fall off into the abyss that is called pod fading where you start a podcast and it just goes away <laughs> because getting it started was a lot of fun and then sustaining it was a lot of work so make sure you pick something that you sustain so you can build relationships amplify your mission and grow your ministry so that's going to do it for this episode of Ministries That Podcast produced by Sonomorphic. If you enjoyed today's episode, text it to a friend or share it on social media. Together, we can help more ministries grow and thrive through podcasting. And this was the first How They Could Podcast episode. So I want your feedback. What did you think? What did you like? What did you not like? Let me know by messaging me on LinkedIn or Instagram. Tell me what you're thinking. I'd love to hear from you. All right, now come back in two weeks to hear from John Collins and Dan Gummel from Bible Project. We're going to be talking about how they started their podcast by recording conversations that were already happening in their office, what goes into the process of creating each series that they put out, and the value of creating episodes around questions from their audience. So, great stuff there. Until then, keep encouraging your audience as they follow Jesus. Jesus.